Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. I'm Jason, this is Kevin, and this is episode number three, part three of the podcast titled Preparation. This is the interview portion, and today we have a special guest who's here with us explaining how preparation has helped him along the way create a winning mindset. Kevin, who do we have with us today? Jason, today we welcome Edward Stahl. Edward works as an independent user experience, a UX consultant. He's also a published nonfiction author through Springer Nature, and he's now writing a fiction novel. Ed and I have known each other for about five to six years. Ed has been a guest lecturer in my classroom talking about customer journey and user experience, both marketing and data analytics. He's an authority in user experience. He wrote a book about the topic, as mentioned before. It's called User Experience Fundamentals for Non-User Experience Professionals. And not only is Ed an author, but he's a designer and a researcher. He helps teams think through user experience challenges and has assisted numerous international brands, banks, and other business industries. Ed, this week on the pod, we have been talking about preparation. And the reason that we asked you to come on the show was you are one of the most prepared people I know. I have seen you speak in front of large groups. I've seen you speak in front of the classroom. Uh, we've met and had coffee and chatted about life and professional presentations. And every time I see you, you just are always so prepared. What is your preparation secret, Ed? Well, hey, th- thank you, Kevin and Jason, for having me on. Oh, you know, it's a great question. You know, and if there's any secret to preparedness, you know, it's to really just break up large efforts into smaller ones. Um, then you just skip over the parts you don't know or the parts that you don't wish to tackle right now. Um, I find that we often get stuck when we lack knowledge or motivation um, about one of those parts that we're preparing for. And we often, you know, just simply try to solve everything at once. And that can be overwhelming, especially with any large project, like, for example, writing a book. Ed, can you describe the preparation process that goes into writing a book? I know for myself, you know, starting this podcast is one thing, but writing a book seems quite intense. What kind of uh, efforts of preparation have you needed to get worked out in order to do this? Yeah, well, you know, writing a book, uh, you know, looks like a big effort, you know, but in reality, it's hundreds of smaller ones. Um, you'll you'll have know-how and motivation to tackle some parts, but not others, you know. If you focus on what you don't know or you wait for motivation to strike you, you'll never get started. Um, however, you know, there's often at least a handful of things you can immediately do. Um, you know, you could research a uh, publisher's submission guidelines. You could write your own bio. You could draft a list of people to thank, you know, for your book. Uh, also, mentioned, as mentioned a moment ago, uh, you could skip and choose to work on you know, what you want to now, you know, focus your efforts on what interests you. Uh, you don't need to start at page one when you're writing a book. Perhaps uh, you'd rather, you know, write a, a chapter in the middle or the end or any other place. Uh, people, you know, read sequentially, but that doesn't mean you have to write it that way. Um, and that's the same goes for presentations, talks, or really any other large effort you want to prepare for. 
Ed, knowing you for as long as I have and, and seeing you prepared in, in so many different environments, I, I find myself wondering, are you thinking of preparation at this point in, in your life or, or is it almost just second nature to be prepared and get prepared for the things that you're, you're going to do? Yeah, you know, it, it's second nature in a sense, but, you know, I like to say it's kind of probably just high functioning paranoia um, because the most of the type of work that I do, you know, in the UX field, it's really just about reconciling information. So, you know, I'm reconciling business objectives with users, goals, and you want to capture both of those as early as possible, um, in, as well as also continually, you know, throughout a project. You want to make sure insights, you know, aren't missed or forgotten. And that requires preparation, uh, as well as writing things down. You know, also, too, preparing isn't the same as perfecting. Uh, there's a writer named Anne Lamont, and she has this uh, fabulous bit of advice. Uh, it's just called write shitty first drafts. You know, you'll you'll never reach perfection, but you can waste an inordinately large amount of time uh, chasing it. Um, because, you know, if you pursue perfection, uh, you're going to move very, very slowly. And when writing a book, you know, it's not uncommon to hit an obstacle and you'll get stuck for days or weeks, if not months. And writing a shitty first draft just kind of frees you from this mental prison, you know, of trying to perfect things. Uh, you don't reach for perfection, you strive to finish. That's why you have events like NaNoWriMo, uh, that's National Novel Writing Month, where writers attempt to write a 50,000 word draft in one month. Uh, that usually happens in November. Uh, once you have your first draft completed, it's usually far easier to rewrite uh, subsequent drafts and to edit. It's so funny writing shitty drafts. Um, one of my favorite entrepreneurial sayings is don't let perfection get in the way of good enough. And so when mm -hmm. we talk about starting a business with students, um, you know, that's something that we talk about, right? Because a lot of people who start their own business want it to be totally perfect before they open the doors. And what they need to realize is it's never actually going to be perfect, no matter how long they wait. And if they just get it to a good enough level, they can open the doors, have the business and continue on the pursuit of perfection, but knowing it's never actually going to be 100% perfect, right? Oh, totally agree. You know, because your interpretation of what even perfection is evolves over time, right? So when you Absolutely. start that goal, if you were to hit perfection, just even hypothetically, uh, it's not going to be perfect, you know, a week, a month, a year later. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great point. Yeah, totally. I love that. And, um, you know, Ed, we all evolve as we get older, you know, things become more important to us. And preparation is probably something that we should all uh, begin uh, to do a, a little better at, achieve a little bit more with. And my question for you is this. Do, have you been this way your whole life? Have you been overprepared your whole life? Or is this something that you've developed over time? I mean, is it a skill, would you say, that, you know, you've enhanced and you've gotten right over time? Or does it just simply come natural to you? I, yeah, another good question. You know, I, I think, you know, the older I get, you know, the more you kind of realize that preparation not only affects you, but, you know, also the people around you. Uh, there's another part podcaster and comedian named Mark Maron. And he has this great kind of quip where he tells people like, don't ask somebody how they are, ask how are the people around them? You know, because basically, you know, you, that person could be perfectly fine, but the way they're affecting other people, you know, those, those people may not be. So, you know, I find that, you know, like if you ever struggle to try to decide like what to prepare for, uh, simply imagine, or, you know, better yet, 
uh, talk to the people that are going to be affected, you know, by your preparation. You know, that might be readers, that might be, you know, a podcast audience, that might be just simply people you affect in your everyday, your family, friends, or your coworkers. Just prepare for the their needs. Ed, was there was there an event or an action that made you aware of how important it was to properly prepare? Yeah, you know, I, I'd say it's probably more of a series of, you know, smaller events. Um, you know, I bet we could all recall a time where like a quick email or passing comment was misunderstood by who you were talking to or emailing. So I try to approach, you know, such uh, such messages more deliberately. And so, for example, like if I have a really complex point to communicate over email, again, something we've probably all faced, I'll often draft a message that that recipient can then customize, copy and paste, and then send to whoever they're answering to, you know, for example, like their boss or their team. And the message, I tend to, I'll, I'll write it in such a way that it reads as if it's from that particular person or that, that author. And that message might even include the opening salutation and a closing signature. And it just saves people a lot of time and it can be critical to communicating that complex point accurately. That's great. Have have you ever not been prepared or or felt unprepared before uh, doing you know these presentations or or working with these teams? Yeah, certainly. You know, it's almost a perpetual state. You know, of unpreparedness sometimes, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, you know, as you might agree, you know, preparation isn't a true false statement. You know, there's always degrees, you know, sometimes you're going to be more or less prepared. And also, too, you know, preparation doesn't resolve misunderstandings. You know, it simply increases the chance that you'll reveal them earlier on, you know, before the train wrecks, you know, so to speak. So, Ed, we've been talking this entire week, and, and I got to ask you, this is extremely important to Kevin and I and something we think that uh, the listeners are going to want to know. Do you believe preparation elicits confidence in yourself? I mean, confidence comes from a variety of things, but if you're prepared when you're going into something, doesn't matter what it is, an interview, you know, a new job, a test, if you're prepared, how much of that preparation, how much of that time that it took you to get ready for this gives you confidence in yourself that you're going to succeed at what you're doing? Yeah, you know, it, I mean, it can, uh, you know, pre preparation, you know, elicits confidence if it really helps align your expectations with your reality. You know, so I like to think of it as being like a vital part of any preparation is just simply keeping an open mind for anything that you hadn't planned for, you know, that might happen in the middle of a presentation or, you know, a coffee meeting or even writing a book, you know. Um, that's often easier said than done, you know, because you know, reality just has a way of spoiling and foiling plans. Ed, remember, a lot of our listeners are looking for help or guidance on beginning this winning mindset path. That's why they're listening to the podcast, uh, or maybe they're having a difficult time taking the first step on this journey. What sorts of things or advice would you give to the listeners on starting with preparation? Great question, Kevin. You know, I would just simply tell people to just start, you know, just start, get it out of your head, put it down in paper. Uh, get your thoughts down and then edit later, you know, uh, when preparing, you know, if you run into something confusing or too time consuming, you know, just skip it for now, as we talked about before, um, mark it down, write yourself a note, you know, for example, like if you're writing something long form, you know, just rather than take the hours that it might take to write out a chapter, you know, just 
write a little note to yourself saying, need to write an explanation for X, Y, Z or chapter number four, you know, and don't worry about the sequence. You know, it's, as we mentioned, you know, sometimes you might want to write the chapter in the middle of the book rather than the beginning uh, when you start off. Um, it's a lot easier to rearrange um, something once it's written down than to try to recall it step by step perfectly when it's just in your head. And then also, you know, the point we were talking about earlier is just to consider the needs of those who you're affecting with the result of whatever you're preparing for. You know, that could be audiences, readers, bosses, you know, whomever. Um, their needs, you know, often provide you a framework to ensure, you know, your efforts are going to be well received. And then I'd say, you know, lastly, just the point that we talked about a moment ago, just keeping an open mind to the fact that not everything can be prepared for. Um, you know, if you fail at something, you're going to learn something inevitably. Um, try to incorporate that into your next attempt and you'll be even more prepared. That's great advice, Ed. Listen, everyone, we hope you enjoyed learning from a preparation professional, Edward Stoll. Please make sure to check out his book. Follow him on social media. Make sure you check out our preparation application episode from this week to make sure you're getting advice on how to get yourself into that winning mindset or just take the advice that Ed just gave you, right? And and start now and and just start preparing whatever it is you can at any point. So thanks again so much for joining us, Ed. Jason, take us home. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to episode number three titled Preparation. That's it for part number three. We will see you back and better than ever on Monday for a brand new episode. Remember, if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset.